It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Hello everyone, I'm Marcus Robertson, Assistant Editor with Becker's Hospital Review. Thank you for tuning in to the Becker's Healthcare Podcast Series. Today we'll be talking about the future of pain management, spine and orthopedics. And joining me is Dr. Zishan Tayeb, owner of Pain Specialists of Cincinnati. Dr. Tayeb, thanks for being here. Hey, it's my pleasure, Marcus. I appreciate the opportunity to be able to put forth, uh, you know, whatever we can get out there so that everyone can hopefully benefit. Absolutely. That's the goal. Um, well, if, uh, if you'd like to start off by introducing yourself to the audience, you know, maybe tell us a little bit about your background. Yes, absolutely. So uh, I've been actually practicing spine pain and sports medicine or PM&R and pain for almost 12, 13 years now. Uh, so my background, just like, as I just mentioned, is in physical med and rehab. And then I went on and did an interventional spine pain and sports fellowship. And uh, I've been going since then. Uh, I've been now in private practice for, actually, I've been in private practice pretty much the whole time. Uh, but I've owned my own practice now for about the last seven years. And uh, I guess the other, I think, notable little bit uh, just regarding my background is I also serve as a national international instructor for Spine Intervention Society, known as SIS. And then I also sit on a couple of different uh, executive boards for the American Board of Pain Medicine. Okay, so um, yeah, lots of, you got your hand in lots of different places, got, got well, all kinds of different coals in different fires. Um, yeah. Practice owner for seven years. So you, uh, 2016 is when you first uh, came into ownership? Yes. Okay. Um, that's quite an eventful seven years. Yes, it has. Yes, with the COVID kind of thrown into the middle of it. Uh, I guess technically speaking, we started October of uh, 2015, but those first you know three months were just trying to kind of get acclimated and all that. But yeah, the the main business really kind of started taking off about 2016 and uh, to the present time. Well, awesome. Um, so you've been practicing for 12 or 13 years, and uh, you know, long time practice owner now for seven years. What what headwinds are you seeing uh, for the year to come or the rest of 2023? Yeah. Well, you know, with the, how we were trying to practice before, you know, with all the, the changes that are just kind of taking place from a technological standpoint, uh, from a reimbursement standpoint, you know, the pendulum's always swinging, especially in pain management, you know, whether you should be doing opioids, not doing opioids. Uh, and then you have, you know, biologics coming in, minimally invasive surgeries. There's so many different things that are happening. And so at this point, we feel that you know, trying to be the most comprehensive in nature is going to be the key or just diversification. I just feel like if you're going to try to maintain yourself in a, in a private practice setting, you have to be able to kind of, you know, kind of think outside the box. But in parallel with that, I believe that we should be looking to try to benefit, you know, whoever we're going to be taking care of, which are our patients and our clients. We want to be able to do that in the most productive way. And so I think for us, you know, what we're looking at is, you know, not just expansion from clinic to clinic to clinic where we're just doing the same thing, you know, in terms of, you know, medications and procedures, uh, but trying to bring in 
you know, physical therapy, exercise therapy, and there's a little bit of a difference there, you know, so you have like trainers versus just, you know, people that are doing kind of the hardcore uh, run of the mill physical therapy. Uh, we're also bringing in behavioral health because uh, we know that in pain management or just in general now with how people are dealing with a lot of mental health issues and so on, that we want to be able to, uh, you know, offer, you know, people, you know, just different levels of care. Um, provides uh, an opportunity for risk mitigation from a legal perspective, but also it helps kind of grow the business. And it also helps kind of keep, uh, keep everybody in house so that you're getting care under one roof. Uh, I also have a regenerative practice on the side where we do nutritional and hormonal optimization and some other things. Um, and so from that, we're also going to be utilizing our nutrition uh, therapists uh, to also try to help with that, especially now knowing that, you know, we deal with almost like a obesity epidemic at this point now as well. You know, I know we're definitely not just an opioid epidemic, but also an obesity epidemic. So, yeah, our whole thing now is just you know, try to try to get as you know much under the, the roof as, as we can uh, so that we can diversify and, it, you know, it helps with uh, income, you know, streamlines, uh, but it's also helping with uh, patient care and uh, keeping everybody, uh, you know, under one roof. I actually write for our behavioral health line. I'm the assistant editor for the behavioral health line. Um, and so that's interesting. I know there's a big movement. Um, you know, to kind of more integrate behavioral health into the rest of the healthcare system. Um, so you are kind of hands-on doing that already at your practice. Is that right? So we were doing that to an extent. We're trying to take it to a next level now at this point. So yeah, we are actually bringing on, you know, like fully fledged behavioral health therapists to try to help with, you know, opioid risk mitigation, but also counseling, uh, just, you know, for what people are going through. Um, and then also, uh, you know, we're also trying to look at it as, you know, we're kind of like the quarterback of the team. And so, you know, we just don't want to have these like different services, but I think traditionally speaking, you know, uh, surgeons would, you know, hire on like the pain management folks uh, into their practices. Uh, we're actually trying to do the reverse at our place. We're actually trying to bring uh, and attract surgeons now to our practice to say, hey, you know, we've got a great foundation. This is where, you know, where the people are at. We've got, you know, basically all, you know, these different service lines running. And so you're going to have patients to work with, you know, like right off the bat. So, you know, in doing that, I guess for years now, as I've been kind of coming to Becker's and speaking at Becker's, uh, the one part I was not really ever really able to kind of partake in was to really truly speak about ambulatory surgical centers. Uh, but now, since we have a couple of surgeons that might be interested in working with us, um, and I think we've pretty much gotten a verbal, we're hoping that we'll get these papers signed here within the next month. Um, you know, we're looking at trying to team up and uh, get a, uh, an ASC going now as well. That's really cool. Um, the expansion you know, not just geographically, but expansion of your, you know, offerings, your provider specialties. Um, it, it does sound like you are building a pretty, uh, pretty thorough, like internal continuum of care at your practice. That is the hope and goal. Yeah. So that's what we're trying. Well, so you, uh, you know, obviously with the pain management practice, you know, you're uh, working closely with spine and orthopedics concerns. How do you see spine and orthopedics evolving over the next two to three years? Yeah, I see us trying to be just more complementary, right? Uh, it, on the uh, hardcore pain management end, we're getting kind of hit from on different levels for you know too many procedures or too many you know certain types of procedures or whatnot. Uh, we're also getting you could also potentially get hit if you're over medicating, right? Because you know from a legal perspective and the opioid epidemic and so on. With surgeons, 
sometimes surgeons are getting hit because they're operating too much or they're, you know, they're, they're doing, you know, they're just not getting through all the conservative measures or the con- conservative therapies. So I think for us going forward, the, the buzz term, the whole minimally invasive, I think is the way to go. And as long as we're kind of, you know, feeding each other and taking advantage uh, and working with our other colleagues that are in the physical therapy realm or the chiropract- chiropractic realm, and then just, you know, the other folks in medicine that are also trying to, you know, enhance the life uh, of a of a patient, I think we're going to be much better off. So I think going forward, it's going to be the the minimally invasive procedures. Uh, we could definitely talk about more of those if we needed to, or if we had time. Um, and then just biologics in general, right? Biologics, uh, incredibly fascinating, and uh, yeah, minimally invasive procedures uh, just seems like well, there's clear benefits, um, but you know, the pain can cause, you know, behavioral health concerns, depression and stuff. And, uh, minimally invasive procedures seems like that would really minimize a lot of those concerns. Yeah. I think also, I mean, I don't want to say that it's going to be the all and be all, you know, there are times where you have to be a little bit more aggressive. Um, but I think that, you know, in that continuum of being able to offer folks that minimally invasive so that there's less, you know, downtime, I think is beneficial. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, you know, we still need to, we still need to have evidence to, you know, to back up the fact that, you know, that people are benefiting from those types of procedures. Otherwise we're still in the same boat. And then we've just done an extra, we just kind of delayed the inevitable in a sense, um, which is why I think, you know, going back to some of the fundamentals, you know, working with the therapists, working with the behavioral health, working with nutrition optimization, you know, working on the obesity, trying to work on the nutritional and hormonal milieu you know, and the psychological milieu of an individual, I think will help produce better outcomes and better coordinated care. The body is a complicated system. Uh, you know, I think it's hard to get it back up and running if you're just focusing on one part. So uh, that seems like a prudent approach that you were yeah. Looking forward, what are you seeing for the best opportunities as far as growth comes for your practice? I think uh, it's pretty much everything I've already kind of said uh, earlier. Uh, but if I had to just kind of put that back into a nutshell, it's just going to be that that complementary approach. You know, surgeons kind of working hand in hand. You know, with you know whichever uh, you know around the pain management folks are from anesthesia, PM&R, or, or whatever field that they're from, um, and then just you know working on trying to get some ancillaries. You know, like for example, like with our clinic, I think when COVID hit, you know, we got a. a we started, we were already doing toxicology. You know, we had uh, some labs running a moderate and high complexity lab. Uh, but we also then added a, a molecular lab to start doing like some PCR testing. Um, and so it was, you know, a big deal to see if, you know, people had COVID or long COVID because, you know, th- those kind of things could play a role with prognosis and whether they could, you know, do procedures or not. Uh, but the evolution of that now has been where, uh, you know, we, you know, we're checking out, you know, people's, you know, urinary tracts. Uh, for example, uh, there is, you know, there's ways to kind of figure out like how a person is, is doing, you know, we can do blood work and see how a person is doing, you know, based on, you know, how, what their blood work is showing in terms of where their nutritional or hormonal uh, deficiencies or imbalances lie. Uh, but we do pick up a lot, even from the urinary tract in terms of like how their body is, uh, you know, excreting uh, toxins and things like that. So we have picked up a, you know, a, a different, a different way of being able to kind of get a little bit more information about parent, uh, patients, uh, but in parallel also kind of help improve our business model. I gotta be honest. I, uh, I did not see this conversation being so, uh, you know, wide ranging 
when we set this thing up, you know, you're a pain practice owner and we've been talking about just about <laughs> everything in healthcare. You know, actually, I think that's the way to actually be in some way, you know, to be able to have those connections out there. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, I wrote like a little small little primer just to, just for my patients, really. Um, and it ended up being actually a pretty, pretty decent little book. And uh, we actually, or I shouldn't say we, but I say we because I always feel like, you know, none of this is just done on our own. Uh, but I have been able to complete a book and I'm hoping to get it out there sooner than later. Um, and it's going to be talking about, uh, it's going to be entitled The Pandemic of Pain. Uh, and I'm not sure if I should, you know, put that out there right now. So no one ne necessarily kind of steals or coins that that term or that little phrase. But it's going to, uh, I'm going to talk about, you know, arthritis and then I'll, uh, or just osteoarthritis. I'll talk about, you know, like muscle pain or fibromyalgia. And then I'm also going to have a, a, another book for, you know, like neuropathic pain. Uh, and then what the common denominator for all of that, you know, is or are. And a lot of the the treatment regimens and things like that involve a lot of the stuff that I've alluded to in our conversation so far. Really awesome. We'll have to have you on again once those are closer to, to coming out. Absolutely. I'd love that opportunity. Um, well, uh, I was just, if you would uh, humor me, just going to ask you one final question to close out. Yeah. What's been your biggest win in the past year, if you have uh, one in mind? Biggest win, I would say, is I think in the business world, we have to kind of know what we're able to do and what we're not able to do and what our strengths are and what our weaknesses are. And so I think that for me, at one point uh, after COVID, I had been uh, thinking that I could kind of run it all by myself. So I was trying to manage, you know, the entire, you know, clinical aspects of the practice. I was doing all of the business aspects of the practice. And so I would say like my biggest win now is actually finding a true CEO that has a clinical background, a billing background, um, and a, um, and a business background. Um, and that's been a win-win for me, uh, to be able to, you know, have, uh, you know, someone unload me from some of those other, uh, aspects of uh, clinical care and practice uh, so that, you know, I'm able to kind of focus in and hone in on, you know, some of the things that I'm actually better at. Recognizing that you don't have to do it all yourself is a huge win in my book. Uh, Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you, Dr. Tab, for your time and really great, honestly, uh, really fascinating discussion today. Appreciate that. And likewise, and I thank you once again for the opportunity to be able to put forth uh, what I feel I think, should, you know, should be a, a, a general model for all of us going forward. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to next time. And for our listeners, you can tune into more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page.